0: Tuned for brunch time motivational talk show only on Shalom FM.
1: Lovely, lovely day. Welcome to Shalom FM. This is your favorite transformational speaker, Sir Brian Robert Koga. It is such an awesome pleasure for me to have you joining us today. I have an amazing, amazing program lined up, sure for us. There's always a message for every time and season, and I believe today there's a word for you. There's a word for you. There's a word for you. So stay tuned to Shalom FM, and remember the WhatsApp number is. 26 two seven eight one zero two six, nine eight six, eight that was Trevor Green with made a way. God will always make a way, He'll make a way for you now today, I want to dive into something that i'm um there's a bit of background to it in some few years back, I think it was I was around seventeen years in and I was in university. I was one of all one of the leaders at our prayer band group there And we used to meet once or twice a day to pray for the school, to pray for our friends, our, you know, colleagues, to pray for our country, pray for the world. For God cannot act in this world unless a man calls and answers. Prayer is really the opening up of your heart to God as to a friend. And prayer is men seeking the divine intervention of a supernatural being to intervene. And to help in the affairs of men We really need God to intervene in this world Especially in our times now Where we find ourselves in difficult situations Problems and challenges that we have not called for That we have not known That are too big and too That seem to be overwhelming for us Something may seem impossible with us But with God all things are possible As I was one of the group um, leaders for that prayer group we used to have uh, a 30 minute session and would meet and someone would share a word because we need the word of God. Prayer is not just you throwing all your cares, your worries upon God. Prayer also means taking the time to listen to God. Prayer is should be a two-way conversation where you actually take the time to hear the word of God. And you can hear the word of God. God will even speak to you if you're able to listen. But He will speak to you through His word. He will speak to you through the radio like Shalom FM. He will speak to you through the churches, through the sermons. He can even speak to you through strangers. So always open your heart to hear the voice of god so i was i was one of i was given the task of finding speakers who would share i didn't even know that i would be one of the speakers and uh, i was afraid to go in front of people but i soon learned how to speak and i soon learned that if you avail yourself god will use you it's not by might or by power but it is really by the spirit of god god does not call the qualified but he qualifies those whom he has has called so god has called you and you are really called by god to do different things in this world and god will help you so I was given the task uh, to to share a message for a particular week, and I went through different books and bibles reading and all so that I could have you know material enough to share with the group and when I shared one of um, the main pastors for our university decided that I, I I should be given a platform at our university we had students who were studying to be pastors they were going through Hebrew and Greek you know and all the the courses that are necessary for one to really be a good preacher but the the, 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 he called me and said, I want to give you, I want, to, I feel that you have got a message and I'm going to give you a platform to preach and to speak. And uh, that platform was one of the biggest platforms that I ever spoke for. Uh, I was around 17 years old then and it, it was about uh, almost 2,000 students who were around that time. And I was given that platform to speak and I was so afraid. And I started praying and fasting and reading and asking God to really help me. But when I got on the pulpit, I I I, I really believed that I had a message for, for that particular season and time. The message that I had was titled, A Brand Plugged Out of the Fire. And I feel led, I, I feel inspired to share that message to you today. I don't know why, but I really believe that it is a message that is relevant to our time and age, especially now with everything going on in the world. So today's title and today's show is titled A Brand Plugged Out of the Fire and it comes from the book of Zechariah chapter 3 from verse 1. I will read in your hearing. And the Lord showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, the Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. Is not this a brand plugged out of the fire? That is where our title comes from. Is not this a brand plugged out of the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel of the Lord. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him, unto Joshua the high priest, he said, Behold, I've cursed, I've caused thy iniquity, I've caused thy sins to pass from thee, and I'll clothe you with change of raiment. And I said, Let them set a fair crown upon his head. So they set a crown upon his head, and clothed him with garments, and the angel of the Lord stood by. And the angel of the Lord said unto Joshua the high priest, thus says the Lord of us if thou will walk in my ways and if thou will keep my charge then also shall you judge my house and you shall keep my courts and I'll give thee places to walk among those that stand by. I'll read it again for you for faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Zechariah chapter 3 from verse 1 it says and he showed me Joshua the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused your sins, your iniquity, to pass from you, and I will clothe you with change of raiment. And I said, Let them set a fair crown upon his head. So they set a fair crown upon his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by. And the angel of the Lord said unto Joshua, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you will walk in my ways, and if you will keep my charge, then also shall you judge my house, and you shall keep also my courts, and I'll give you places to walk among those that stand by. May the Lord add a blessing to the rhythm of his word. Shall we quickly just close our eyes for prayer? Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, for you loved us even when we were yet sinners, and you called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Lord, as we dive into the message of the day, we ask that you speak to us. Speak to your people, and Lord, use me as an instrument. May you give me the action to function, and may this show, may this sermon, may this speech, may this talk, Lord, be an answer to the questions in the hearts of your children we thank you Lord for your love and we thank you Lord for this is the confidence that we have that whenever we call on your name you hear and you answer us thank you Lord for we pray in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Amen and Amen this is Shalom FM. The motto at Shalom FM is there's always a way out in Christ Jesus. And this is your favorite speaker, Sir Brian Robert Koga. And today's show is titled, A Brand Plugged Out of the Fire. And we just read from the book of Zechariah, chapter 3, from verse 1 to 8. And we're going to dive into it. I pray that God really speaks to you today. So the Bible says that it's... Um, Zechariah is one of the minor prophets of that time and age. And Zechariah says that he was in a vision or he saw a vision. And in the vision, the Bible says that he saw Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord standing before the angel of the lord as he was standing before the angel of the lord maybe joshua remember joshua joshua is the one who was called by god to lead the people of israel into the promised land he came after moses and as he was leading the people he obviously needed god's help to be able to defeat the enemies to be able to take everything that God they had given them. He needed help. He needed wisdom. So maybe Joshua was crying for wisdom to know how to move and walk, to know how to maneuver in that particular time. Or maybe Joshua was crying for help and for forgiveness for the sins of the people. Maybe Joshua was crying for God to open doors. There was chaos and havoc in that time and at a particular age. The same thing that we're facing now where we need people who call on God. The Bible says that if my People who are called by my name shall humble themselves and shall seek me. I, the Lord, shall hear them and I shall hear, I shall heal their nation and their lands. We need to cry upon God and to ask God to intervene in our different situations. We need God to intervene in our communities, in our families, in our business. We need God to intervene in our world, in our nation. We really need to call on Him. Jeremiah 33, verse 3 Call unto me. And I'll answer thee, that is the promise. Call unto me and I'll answer thee. And I'll show you great and mighty things which thou hast not known. Jesus says that ask and you shall receive knock and the door shall be opened seek and you shall find so Joshua was busy seeking and asking God for whatever he needed for that particular age there is a present help for us there is someone who will be, is able to supply all our needs according to his riches and glory and mercy all we need to do is to ask and to seek for him but the Bible says that as Joshua was busy asking and praying to God interceding on behalf of himself his family or his business or his community praying for the nation the devil was standing on his right but what was the devil standing to do the devil was standing to distract him the devil was standing to remind him of his sins to remind him that he had sinned against god and therefore was not deserving of god's grace or god's love or god's mercy he was not deserving for an answer from god because of what he had done which is what the devil does The devil reminds us of our past sins. He reminds us of of our failings. He reminds us of all the shortcomings that we have. For all have fallen short of the glory of God. For all have sinned. For we are all sinners. We are all born in sin. And the devil really wants to make it clear in our lives that we are not deserving to be loved by God or by anyone else. Yet God loves you. Yet God loves us amidst everything that we've done. God still loves us. So what happened is the devil was standing on the right hand. For those who know the Jewish law or the courts of those days and age, what they would do is in front of of whoever was was a criminal, they would stand before a judge or different judges. And on the left will be those who are accusing him of the crime. Those who, who, who are saying, yes, he did this, he did this, he did this. They'll be standing on the left. And on the right hand is supposed to be someone who will be fighting for you, fighting for your defense, fighting for your life but now in this vision the opposite was happening on the left there were those accusing him again and the devil was on the right not to defend Joshua's case but actually to throw salt upon a wound to throw more fire already to throw more to remind Joshua that he wasn't deserving of God's love which is what the devil does One writer said that if the devil reminds you of your past, you must remind him of his future, for his future is death. He has no future, but you have a future in God. So as the devil was standing on the right to accuse, the Bible says that he was standing to accuse Joshua, yet Joshua could not defend himself. Joshua could not say anything for he was guilty of all that the devil was calling upon him. I remember the story that I read. I think it was um, Martin Luther who wrote it. He said he was sleeping and he had a dream. And in the dream, he says that he walked into heaven. And before heaven was standing, God, with a long book before him and in the book was written everything that he had done and the devil was saying and pointing to page after page to say yes he did this yes he did this yes he's a sinner yes he's a sinner yes he did this and the by and martin luther started to cry for there was no hope for him but when they came to the end of the page to the end of the book they looked and it was written yes he may have been condemned but I died for him, so therefore he is forgiven, and all these are no longer counted upon him. That is what God does for us. He says in the book of Isaiah, "Come, let us reason together, though your sins be red like scarlet, they shall be made as white as snow. So it doesn't matter what the devil accuses you of, but God is faithful, First John chapter one, verse nine: God is faithful." If you forgive, if, if you confess all your sins, He is faithful to forgive and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. It doesn't matter how bad you have been. It doesn't matter what you have done. But if you come before the Lord, he will forgive you. He will cleanse you of all unrighteousness. For he who knew no sin became sin for us that we may become his righteousness. He was perfect and yet he died the death of a sinner so that you can walk and be perfect. What amazing grace and love. So the Bible says that the devil was standing to accuse Joshua the high priest. I remember the story of Stephen. Stephen is one of the first apostles in the Bible to be stoned to death for preaching the gospel. But what happened is, if you read the narrative in the book of Acts, they brought Stephen with all the accusers of him. He says that it is it is written in the in that book of Acts, particular chapter. Before Stephen were a number of judges, and on the left were all the people who were accusing him of different crimes, different of abomination, of different things that he was preaching. Jesus Christ was preaching lies and lies, and telling people to move away from the true God when really he was teaching that salvation comes only through Jesus. So now on his right hand there was no one. There was no one to fight for him. There was no one to defend his case, and therefore because there was no one, death was pronounced upon him. But if you go a step further to the narrative, it says that as they were busy stoning him, he opened his eyes and he saw in a vision the heavens were opened for him and he saw Jesus standing on the right hand of the father i don't know let me say let me just make it let me re-emphasize this point to you the bible says that you can approach the throne of grace to find mercy to find help in your need for we have a high priest like no other we have a high priest who's called jesus christ he was like men like we are he went through hunger as we are he was a man of like passions like us but yet he Sacrificed himself to die on the cross and he makes intercession for us. Intercession not by anything else, but by his life and by his blood. For we're not bought with perishable things such as gold, silver, or anything, but we're brought with the precious blood of Jesus. He came, he died for us, he gave his life for us so that we may have life. So though the wages of sin of sin or wages of sin is death, but grace, we are saved by grace. What amazing grace. So as this devil was accusing this guy of all the sins that he has committed, in verse 2 of Zechariah chapter 3, the Lord speaks. Sometimes you don't need to fight your own battles. Let God fight for you. He is the avenger of his people. He will fight for you. He will defend your case. For the Bible says in Zechariah chapter 2, And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. Is not this a brain plugged out of fire? So the Lord rebukes the devil and says, Yes, I know what you have said about this person. I know that he did that in the past. But I don't care about what he's done. I gave him life. I forgive him. I forgave him. This person, he gave his heart to me. And therefore, he confessed. If we confess our sins, He is faithful. John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is an open check to everyone, to you today, to you listening to this message. You are a chosen generation. God called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. He loved us while we were yet sinners. And he sent his only son to die for us. So you really are a chosen generation. First Peter. First Peter says, You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You are a peculiar people. You have been called to show forth his marvelous grace. Wow. It doesn't matter if everyone has left you. They did not choose you, but God chose you. He loved you with an eternal love. And this love, oh, let me read that verse for you. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9, it says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light verse 10 says which in time past you were not a people but now the people of god who were not you had not obtained mercy but now you have obtained mercy oh what such love Oh, what such favor that was bestowed upon each and every one of us. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that we should show forth the praises of him who called you. He called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We were not a people, but we are now a people. We have not obtained mercy, but we have obtained mercy. So therefore, the Lord rebukes the devil and says, This is a chosen generation. (laughs) You are chosen by God. God loved you to be able to create you. But even when he created you, he decided that you were meant to die because of our sins. We were meant all to die, but he who knew no sin, became sin for us that we may have life and we have life there is life in god i am a motivational speaker i am a transformational speaker but there is no point in me telling you motivational speeches and not telling you the love of god not telling you of how gifted you are how talented you are how loved you are how god in his messes chose you from the foundation of the world The plan of redemption was set so long, even before you were born on this earth. But it was all for you. It was all for you that you may have life. John 10 verse 10 says, The thief comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. But I came that they may have life. Not just any ordinary life. Not just life. But to have life life in abundance so therefore god is able to give you life and so much more whatever you need what shall separate us from the love of god nothing nothing shall separate us from the love of god so the lord rebukes the devil and says i love this person from the foundation of the world i love this man i love this woman I love this boy. I love this girl. I love this family. I love this community. I love this world. These people, I chose them. I chose them. I called them out of darkness. While they were yet sinners, I loved them. Oh, what such amazing grace that he who knew no sin became sin for us. Philippians 2 In the book of Philippians, there's a verse that I just want to read. Philippians 2, from verse 5. It says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. That is what Jesus died did for us. That is what God in his marvellous love and grace did for us. Jesus loved us while we were yet sinners and sent his only son to die for us. I want to read also the book of Isaiah 53 verse 1. Remember we are on the book of Zechariah chapter 3 and the topic for today on Shalom FM is a brand Plugged out of the fire. And we're speaking about verse 2 in Zechariah chapter 3, verse 2, where the Lord rebukes Satan and the Lord says to the devil, Even the Lord that chose Jerusalem rebuked, the, the Lord that chose this person, you are chosen. You are a brand plugged out of the fire. And how did God choose us? God loved us with an eternal love that even when we're yet in sin, He sent his only son to die for us. I want to read the book of Isaiah 53. Remember I said that the high priest is standing on the right hand of God to defend our case, to fight for us. No matter what the accusers may say, no matter what the devil and the people may say, but God has the final say in your life. God has the final say, and he says, You are a chosen generation, you are a holy nation, a royal priesthood, you are a peculiar people. You were once not a people, but you are a people. You have obtained mercy. You are children of the most high God. First John chapter 3, verse 1 says, Behold what banner of love God has bestowed upon us that we should be called sons and daughters of the Most High God. You are children of the Most High God, not by might or by power, but by His Spirit. He called you out of darkness into your marvelous light. This is the description that the Bible says when Jesus was being prophesied even prophesized even before he came. Isaiah 53 Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form nor a comeliness, and when we see him there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and we hid as it were our faces from him from him and he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows; yet we did not esteem him, stricken or smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are all healed. Verse six. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one of his way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before a shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare this generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people shall he be stricken and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence neither was any deceit in his mouth yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him he has put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin he shall see his seed and shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify men, for he shall bear their iniquities. God bear our iniquities. While we are yet sinners, he died for us. This is why the Lord rebukes the devil in the book of Zechariah. The Lord rebuked thee. The Lord rebuked thee. For I am the one who died for these people. We are going to take a quick short break. Do not log off. Do not dial out of Shalom FM as we come back to dive deeper into a brand plucked out of the fire. See you in a few minutes time.
0: Radio is on fire for Jesus. You're experiencing pure joy 24 7 from your holy channel, Shalom FM Cape Town. It is written men ought always to pray. There is a relationship between prayer and power. Join us every night for Midnight Prayers with Bishop Joshua Simeon. How y'all doing this evening? How y'all doing this evening? Do y'all want that bounce? Do y'all want that bounce? I say, do y'all want that bounce? That bounce? Huh.
1: welcome back to shalom fm where there's always a way out in christ jesus and remember the whatsapp number is plus two seven eight one zero two six nine eight six eight and the website is www.shalomfm.org log on to the website see the schedule see what we have lined up for you we are really meant to be a blessing to you And we pray that even as you listen to Shalom FM, you begin to share and to pass it on for there's always a message for each and every person in this world. And now today we are on the book of Zechariah from chapter 3 from verse 1 to around about 8. And the title for those who are joining us just now is a brand Plucked out of the fire. And we're speaking about the vision that Zechariah has. And we just read, um, let me just quickly read the last verse that we read. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. Is not this brain plugged out of fire. So the vision is where Joshua is standing before God. Praying and crying, and on his right hand, the devil comes accusing him, bringing destruction, reminding him of sins and failures of disappointments. Yet, God begins to speak for Joshua and tells the devil and says, You, Satan, can you move away from my child? Can you move away from our people? Can you move away? For I have loved these, I chose these people, I chose you. Are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. For once, you were not. people but you are now a people so God rebukes the devil and chases away the devil in in Zechariah chapter 2 just a few verses before what we read verse 2 chapter 2 verse 8 I just want to read it so that you keep this in mind it says that for thus says the Lord of us after the glory has after after the glory had they sent me unto the nations which spoiled you for he that toucheth you, toucheth the apple of my eye. God speaks to about Jerusalem in such a way; he, described, he describes Jerusalem as the apple of His eye. The apple of His eye. You are the apple of God's eye, and whoever touches you, whoever tries to mess you up, who messes with you. He is messing with the apple of God's eye and God will fight for you. God will defend your case. God will fight for you no matter how everybody else has turned against you. But no one, for what shall separate us from the love of God? God will defend your case. So the Lord rebukes the devil. But he goes on a step further and says, Yes, I understand what you have said about what he has committed, what he has done in the past. But I have a history with these people. For once we walked through fire for god says i rebuke thee o satan even the lord that has chosen jerusalem rebuke thee is not this a brand plugged out of the fire that is where we get our title another version says is not this a stick taken out of the fire whenever you take something out of the fire you are bound to get your hands bent there's a story of a small boy who was in the village, and the mother had scars of burning all over her body. And the boy was so ashamed of the mother that even when the mothers and parents were called at school, the boy would never tell his mother because he was ashamed that when the people saw his mother, what would they think of all the scars, the, burns, the burning, the burn marks, and all on her body. And the boy went one day frustrated and angry and said, mom why are you not beautiful like all mothers why are you why is your body so many bands and so many scars and oh you don't even have hair on your head like all the other mothers and the mother began to cry and the mother said to the young man listen my son i have never told you this for i knew that one day i would need to tell you the story when you were a baby I was beautiful like all these others that you see. I was beautiful and I had beautiful flowing hair. But one day I went out to get some water. But I left you in the house all by yourself. And there was a bit of fire in the house. And as I was coming back from getting water, I saw commotion. People running around and smoke in the air. Something in my heart told me that I needed to run. An instinct in my heart told me that there was something wrong. My baby, my baby. So I began to run. When I came to the compound, everybody had left the house. And when they saw me, they said, yeah, at least you were not in the house. But I told them my baby inside. But no one was willing to come in to take you out of the fire. So I because of love decided that I could not stand to see the flames or to see you perish in the fire. So I ran into the house and as I ran into the house, the flames caught my clothes. The, flames caught my hair and I started burning, but I could not feel the heat of the fire for my heart was to my child, the love, the apple of my eye. I could not stand to lose you. So I ran into the bedroom. I kicked open the door and I took you on. As I took you on, I covered you with my own clothes, with my towel. And as I was running out, the burns, the flames grow hotter and hotter. And when I came out of the house, you were alive but i was bent all over you see these cars these cars are from that fire and you were not so well so we had to actually go to the hospital but i did not have i could not afford all the monies for the medication so i decided that they treat you more than they treat me and that is why i was never really treated to to full recovery so therefore all these scars and marks they are because i loved you you are the apple of my eye even if i had to do it again i would still run into that fire that is exactly what god did for us we whom were meant to die he died for us jesus who knew no sin gave his whole life for us so that we may enjoy his righteousness. He was perfect in all His ways. We are the apple of God's eye. He went through the fire for us. He went through the fire for us. So when you forget, when the world seems overwhelming and the stress of this world, remember that gave God gave the most precious gift of all, which is His life. He who was willing to give His only Son, to die for you. How much more shall he give you all the things that pertain to life? He says to the devil, this is a brand plucked out of the fire. Even when you get to heaven, you see in his hand the nails when they beat him up, the scars on his back. Remember what we read in the book of Isaiah, for by his stripes were healed of all sickness. He was perfect, yet we esteemed himself Mitten and stricken of God he became a kiss for us who knew no sin he became a kiss so that we may enjoy the blessing of God so we are truly a brand out of the fire I don't know what fires you are going through now or what crisis you are facing but God says I'll be with you I'll walk even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I'll fear no evil the promise is that it doesn't matter how bad things are but God will walk With you. He will walk even through the fires and through the storms, he will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He promises what shall separate you from the love of God. There's no weapon formed against you that shall prosper. What amazing grace! This is the joy. This is the greatest gift and this is the good news of the gospel. That Jesus saves, that Jesus gives life and he gives life in its abundance. For the Bible says that in John 10 verse 10, the thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. But I, Jesus Christ, came that they may have life, and have life abundantly. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He who comes to me, yet even if he loses his life, he shall get it again, for we can choose to have life. All we need to do is to confess our sins. He is faithful to forgive and just forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What lords, what heavy lords and burdens are you carrying? He says, come unto me, all ye who are weary and heavily laden, and I'll give you rest. There is rest. There is a peace that surpasses all understanding that can only be found in God. So the Lord rebukes the devil. He says, I've chosen this person. I've chosen this young man. I've chosen this young woman. I've chosen this mother and this father. I've chosen this boy and this girl. I've chosen them. You are chosen. You are the apple of God's eye. You are a brand plugged out of the fire. I remember the Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They turned the fire seven times hotter than normal. And they threw him into the fire. And when they were in the fire, the king looks into the fire and says, How come? I know that we threw three people into the fire. How come I see four people? There is one who looks like the son of man. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. There is a present help in the time of need. There is one who never leave you or forsake you. Though the world turns against you, though it seems like there's no way for you out, there is a way out in Christ Jesus. He not only gives life, but He gives so much more. He gives life in abundance. He gave the most precious gifts of gift of all which was life how much more whatever you need in this world and he will stand with you in the fire though the flames rage and about he will not leave you. As Peter was walking on the water as he has answered the call when he saw Jesus walking on the water he says master if it is you allow me and call me to walk also on the water and as he was sinking he says he looks at Jesus and Jesus comes and raises him up Job says that even at a certain point in time when Job had lost his family he had lost his health he had lost his business he had Lost everything, but it says that I know that my redeemer lives, and my redeemer will stand. There is one who defend your case, there is one who stands, there is one who rebuke the devil, there is one who calm the storms of life. Why don't you call on him? Why don't you call on him? And he will help you, he will make a way for you. So the Lord rebukes the devil. The Lord rebukes the devil and says, I have chosen this person. I have loved him from the foundation of the world. Oh, what a privilege to be called a son and a daughter of God. 1 John chapter 3 verse 1 says, "Behold what manner of love God has lavished upon us. God has poured God has bestowed upon us that we should be called sons and daughters of God. You are a child of the Most High God. Don't ask yourself why you are like what you are or who you are. It doesn't matter how you may have started, but God can renew, revive, and rejuvenate. He can give you life and life and so much more. Those who wait upon the Lord, though they may grow weary, But their strength shall be renewed. They shall mount up like eagles. They shall run and they shall not grow weary. Wait upon the Lord. He says that the Egyptians that you see now, you shall see them no more. Cast all your cares, your burdens upon me, for I care for you. That is the call. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Call unto me and I'll answer thee. I will show you great and mighty things which thou hast not known. You may have failed in the past. Your plans may have been devastated by the enemy. But the Bible says that for I know the plans for you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you hope, plans to give you a bright end and a bright future. There is so much more in God. Do not settle for anything less than what God has for you. So the Lord rebukes the devil and says, Is not this a brand plugged out of the fire? You have to walk with pride knowing that God died that you may have life. He became poor so that you may enjoy richness and abundance. He became sin so that you may become righteous. He who was perfect became sin for us so that we can walk perfectly perfectly not by might or by power, but by the Spirit of God. And verse 4 says, And the Lord answered and spake to those that stood before him, Take away the filthy garments from him. Behold, I have caused this sin to pass from him. And I'll clothe him with change of raiment. I'll put a crown upon his head. And a crown upon his head was put, and he was given new clothes and raiment clothes. And the angel of the Lord stood by him. The Bible says that in the book of Psalms. A thousand shall fall on your left, 10,000 on your right, but it shall not come near thy dwelling. Simply why? Because God has marked and chosen you. God has loved you. And because you have given your life and your heart to him, he says, I stand at the door and knock. Won't you open for him that he may come in and dine with you, that he may be your Lord and Savior. And when he's a Lord and Savior, you will forever fight your case. David says that in his old age, even in my white hair, my old age, I have never seen the righteous forsaken of God. God will never forsake or leave you. He has loved you with an eternal life. And the book of Isaiah says that, uh, come unto me. Come, let us reason together. That is the call that goes forth to us today. Come unto me, let us reason together. Though your sins be red like scarlet, they shall be made as white as snow. What are you holding on to that you must let go and let God change? What are you? How are you holding on to? Are you holding on to the past failures when God promises victory? There is victory in Jesus. There is a way out in Christ Jesus. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. It doesn't matter how you have failed in the past. It doesn't matter what is shattered and broken in your life. But there is one who is able to restore it and is able to take away the filthy garments of failure, the filthy garments of disappointment. the filthy garments of heartache, the filthy garments of whatever it is, I, I there's so many things that may be going on in your life, but God is able to take it all away. He's able to wipe away our tears and is able to heal. Our broken nations is able to heal our broken communities, is able to heal, is able to restore what we have lost. Job says, I know that my Redeemer lives and he shall stand, and when he stands, he shall bring about restoration. Job, at the end of his life, had doubled for his trouble, he got more. The Bible says that the, his daughters were even beautiful, more than the ones that he had lost god is a god of restoration you are a brand plugged out of the fire you are a peculiar people you are a royal priesthood you are a chosen generation you are the apple of god's eye the reason why i love what i do is i don't need to come and give you i don't need to come and give you stories and tell you anything i just tell you of my life this is what god has done for me for i know that one at a certain point in time i thought my life was over but god changed it and turned it all around and now i can share we all have testimonies we all have stories let us share let us feel free to share yes oh so in the book uh, where we just read Zechariah chapter 3 the devil is rebuked by god and god says i am a, i've chosen these people i've chosen this person i've chosen him i loved him while he was yet a sinner i died for him that he may have life and have it abundantly this is a brand plugged out of the fire i want you to remember it no matter what you face no matter what challenges you go through but He will never leave you or forsake you. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, He will see you through. He is there by your side to hold your hand. If you are sinking deep, cry unto Him and say, Master, Master, carest not that I perish. And He will say, Peace be still. He is able to calm the storms that are raging in your life. There is always a way out in Christ Jesus. Though the nights may be dark, but joy comes in the morning. Wait upon the Lord, for the Egyptians that you see now, you shall see them no more. Cast all your cares, your burdens upon him. He says, come unto me, all who are weary and heavily laden, and I will give you rest. You are a chosen generation. You are a brand plugged out of the fire. He still have scars from the cross because he loved you. He loved you with an eternal life. A love that is new each and every day. His messages are new each and every day. That's what the book of Lamentation says. Great is his faithfulness. This is Shalom FM, where our motto is There's always a way out in Christ Jesus. Remember to send us a message. The WhatsApp number is plus two seven eight one zero two six nine eight six eight share your testimony share your prayer request and we'll be there to partner with you in prayer there is a god to answer prayer there is a god to make a way this is your favorite transformational speaker say brian robert Cog. i look forward to seeing you at the same place same time on our next show and remember to keep listening to Shalom FM, there is so much more for you. And remember to share, to send it to your friends because they really we all need Jesus more than ever. There is always a way out in Christ Jesus. Have a blessed day. You are really a brand plugged out of the fire. May God eternally bless you.
0: Positive ingredients, freshly brewed by Shalom FM Cape Town. We give God all the credit. Stay blessed and stay tuned.